0: Are you ready to inject a little punk rock DIY ethos into your indie author career? Join me, bestselling author Steph Green, for the Rage Against the Manuscript Podcast, where we're gonna explore how to tell your story, find your readers, and build a badass author brand. For more info, check out our website at ww.rageagainsthemanuscript.com. Kyoto writers, it's Steph here again and welcome back to another episode of the Rage Against the Manuscript Podcast. Today I thought I would talk about advertising, mainly paid-per-click advertising. This is a question I get quite a lot from authors, you know, I you know from people asking me, Steph, what is your advertising strategy? What do you recommend for an advertising strategy for authors? And my answer is sort of it depends it always depends. So I thought I would talk to you today about some of my experiences with advertising, um, where I think you as an author should should be spending your money, the different types of advertising that you can do and you know how you can get started. So the first thing I want to do is I, I want to talk about what I actually mean when we talk about advertising so advertising is obviously you are spending money to get in front to get your books in front of new readers and this you know this exchange of money for exposure means that you have some control over the types of people who you you know who you are paying to get your books in front of now used to be sort of back in the back you know back in the 2011s 2015s when we all started um, self-publishing we used to talk about advertising what we meant was like putting a book on sale and then putting that that sale book in uh, paid newsletters we We don't, when we talk about advertising for books nowadays, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about something called paid per click advertising. Now this is where you, you you as the author, you pay a company a certain amount of money, for each time someone clicks on one of your ads. So you don't pay for them to put the ad out there, it's free for you to create the ad, but you you pay every time someone clicks on the ad. So you're only paying for this specific result, which is someone clicking on the ad. And you, as the author, you can use these platforms that we have in order to create, you know, to, to make your ads as appealing as possible to specific readers. And and you can you can use audience targeting to make sure that those ads are shown to the kind of readers who are more likely to click on your ad and then go on and purchase your book. Now, paper book advertising is actually an auction. So you are you are not paying the same amount for a click all the time. What you're actually doing is bidding against other authors who also want that you know their ad to be shown to those readers so that they can click on them. And so what what happens is at certain times of day, for certain for certain genres, when certain things are really popular, the the amount that you'll pay for a click for on one of your ads is going to vary quite a lot. We're going to talk about this a little bit more, but one of the big things that we as authors are always trying to do, because the products that we advertise are quite quite a low cost product, is we're always trying to get the best results with our ads for the smallest click rate. Because because we're only selling books for you know, $3.99 or $4.99, we don't want to be paying $2 for a person to click on an ad. The general rule of thumb for ads is that for every ten clicks on an ad, you're going to get one sale or one read. So getting those those clicks down to the, in that sort of like twenty cent range, sometimes up to like forty cents or fifty cents, you know, that that's sort of really ideal for us. Now, this obviously for certain people and uh, certain situations it's it's okay to go up much higher for clicks and If we have time I'm going to talk about that as well, but generally speaking you're trying to get that click rate really low So this is paper per click advertising. So why is paper per click advertising so awesome? well basically in the dim dark ages of the advertising world, the way you would have to pay for advertising was that you would you would take out say an ad in a magazine, or you put an ad on the radio, and you would pay an upfront fee for that ad, and then you would have to wait and see you know would some new people maybe come to your website or go to your store. There was no way to tell. How many people actually engaged with that ad? How many people read the ad? How many people thought, hmm, that looks like a good product, I might be interested in that? There was no way to kind of correlate sales with the ad. So you didn't know, if you put ads in 10 magazines, you had no way to know which one of those magazines gets you the best results. So understandably, this is not sort of ideal, but it was just the way that things had to be done. And then along came the internet, and the internet enables us to track things, and this means that we can tell exactly who clicks on our ads, and if those ads go to, a, you know, if those clicks go to our website, we can then tell that click turned into a sale or that click turned into, a, you know, a free, you know, a, a free subscriber. So that is super insanely powerful for advertisers, which is us as the authors super powerful for us because we are you know we're able to see the return on investment or the ROI of our ads we know we spend this much money we can see that these you know these people have clicked on the ads these people have bought books so we can see we spent this much money we've made this much money and if we're comparing 10 different ads we can see well this ad makes the most money, or this ad makes the least money and we'll probably turn that ad off. So that is basically the advantage of paid per click ads and that is why so much business online and offline is done through paid per click online ads. This is why Facebook advertising is basically the thing that you are doing if you are running any kind of business in 2021. But there are a few specific things that make this harder for authors. I'm gonna, we're going to we're talk about all these things. But first I think it's important to talk about which authors is advertising good for? Is paid per cook advertising going to work for? And at what point should you be considering paid per cook advertising? Okay, so, tell you a little bit about the advertising that I have done. I did not really do any advertising at all until... 2019. I talked about the first very first episode of this podcast I talked about the massive advertising mistake I made uh, way back and I think it was 2016 where I tried to pay someone thousands of dollars to run uh, uh, to run Facebook ads on a book with a terrible cover did not work basically just threw that money down the toilet. so don't be me don't do that. I, you know, even though I've been earning a decent amount of money from my, from my books for a long time, I didn't run any, any paper cook advertising. Um, part of the reason for that is that I've been working a day job and I just I, I didn't have the mental capacity that I knew that I needed in order to sit down and actually figure out how to run these ads effectively. I came from, come from a marketing background, so I understand the concepts behind advertising, which is sort of what I'm trying to talk about today in this podcast. So I understand the concepts, but understanding the concepts is half of the battle. The other half is actually sitting down, making ads, and then testing those ads, and making some more ads that might work a bit better, or might work a bit worse. And this testing of ads, it's can be a bit mundane you know it's very you have to be you know pretty strict with you know recording things you know you've got to be onto it you've got to be watching them it you know it's a time thing and it's you know to me it's not that interesting so I didn't want to spend any of my spare time doing that I just wanted to focus on writing more books so that's basically what I was doing Then in 2019, I started learning a little bit myself. I thought, okay, well, it's about time I probably started to learn this. And I started to do really, really well with my books. So I had a little bit of money set aside for learning ads. So I started on, I chose one type of advertising, which is Amazon ads. And I started learning that. And I also hired someone to run ads for me. That was amazing, and I definitely would love to, you know, love to continue to have someone to run my ads for me. However, for most authors, it is not going to be. It's not a sustainable practice. You need to be earning serious money in order for that to be, you know, a cost-effective way to run ads. The reason, of course, being that you know we are not running ads for like two hundred dollar products or anything like that. We are running ads for tiny little three dollar four dollar five dollar books and so we have a very very small profit margin on ads and this means that what we you, you know what you really don't want to be doing is if you have to pay someone else to run your ads then you have to you have to actually pay them for their time so you're going to have to have an ads budget and you're going to have to have another Maybe five hundred dollars, another thousand dollars, another two thousand dollars a month, which is you know going to be used to pay this person to run your ads, and that might be the only profit that you make from your ads. So you might be paying this person basically, effectively all of your profit from your ads. So you kind of back to zero again. So basically, don't think about hiring someone to run your ads unless you are, you know, you're, you've are you got to be in the, the five-figure-a-month club. You've got to be in the six-figure-a-year club before you even consider it. And even then, it's probably not going to be the best idea for you. Even then, you get to really crunch the numbers to figure out if it's going to be effective. So, so that's the first thing. So I had someone running my ads for a little while, and that was really cool. And then COVID happened, and I needed to kind of tighten the purse strings a bit. So I sort of said, okay, it's time to just pull back on this, and I'm going to focus on, you know, learning to do some of the ads myself. And then, you know, maybe in the future, things are ticking along a bit better, we can revisit that. And so, you know, that's been my experience. And so I spent, you know, basically the time last year or so really refining my Amazon ads and that's been very good and I feel like I've got a handle on Amazon ads now. I only do Amazon ads, I do not do Facebook ads, I do not do BookBub ads, although BookBub ads are going to be the next ad platform I have a little tinker with. Now, I believe that as an author you should not really be thinking about paper per cook ads until you are earning a decent amount of money every month. And, you know, this is going to vary uh, from author to author. But I would, you know, I would be looking at, are you earning $1,000 a month from your books? If so, it's probably time where you, you, you know, you've probably got a bit of money that you can set aside, you know, that you could spend $100 a month of that $1,000 running some ads and seeing if you can push your income up to $1,500 a month or $2,000 a month. Just with a little injection. Now, the reason I think this $1,000 a month is a a good place is, is twofold. One is because in the beginning when you run ads, your ads are not going to be as effective as they will be in six months time. Because you need to learn what works and what doesn't work for your books. And that learning process, the only way to do that is to make ads and see which ones work and which ones don't work but that costs money so you need to have you you need to have a a bit of money to spend and you really don't want to be spending money that you need for the production of books or that you need for your household to, to survive so don't be spending money that you can't afford to lose or don't be spending money that's got to be going somewhere else don't be putting ad spend on you know, on a credit card that you don't have any way of paying back, that kind of thing. So that's why I sort of think that $1,000 a month is about the right time. The other reason that I say that is because at about $1,000 a month, you're starting to be able to say, okay, well, I'm writing some books that you know that have a bit of momentum on their own. And this is what we're really looking for. Because the the thing about advertising is advertising, the paper cook advertising, is going to help really awesome books sell really well. You know, books that are already found an audience, already shown that they can do. You know, they can they can do pretty well. It's going to help them do much better. But first, you need to get that formula right. You need to you know you need to get the cover and the blurb, and you need to put the tropes in, and you need to make it a book that people are really excited to read you've got to do that first before you can push a book with ads and it may take you 5 books or 10 books or 15 books to figure that out and that's okay but while you're figuring that out i don't think it's quite the right time to sort of stress yourself out trying to figure out ads so that's why I sort of say that thousand dollars now it might be different you know different people different situations you might be in a situation where you're not earning heaps of money but you you know you have got money from other sources and you want to start learning ads that are really low spend you can totally do that but this is just you know it's just my advice so that's what that's who I think advertising is good for I think advertising is good for authors who've got some books already that are already trucking along already doing you know already doing some good things for them We've talked a little bit about this already, but I'm just going to go into it in more depth. There are three platforms that authors can use to run paid-per-click ads on their books. Those platforms are Amazon ads or AMS ads, it is Facebook ads, and BookBub ads. We're going to talk about each of them. And I'll sort of tell you some of the thoughts that I have around them. So, first of all, we've got Amazon Ads. Now, Amazon Ads is my platform of choice. The um, I, I reason I really like Amazon Ads is because Amazon Ads are on Amazon themselves, they are ads in the Kindle store. So, the people, the, the readers that see these ads, they are readers who are, they, they, we know they read on a Kindle, we know they are already in the store looking for books to read and Amazon Ads will target our books to other authors with um, similar books um, the, the similar books themselves so we can target our books to a specific book uh, we can target our books to keywords, um, so uh, you know, book titles or, or book authors or specific genre keywords or trope keywords. We can target our books to categories on Amazon. So the targeting is, is very, very good, and it allows us to, to really narrow down to other authors that are very similar to us. And, and the, the other advantage of this, of course, is that we, you know, we, we can... Be strategic about the books that we, you know, the other books that we target with our ads. And this, you, you know, if you end up with lots of people buying your book through an AMS ad that targets a, another specific book, then you increase the chances of that book appearing in your also boughts, and, and vice versa. So Amazon ads can help you establish and um, and define your also boughts, and that you know that's really cool for Amazon. The other really good thing about Amazon ads, and the reason I in particular love them so much, is that Amazon ads are the only one of the three platforms that gives us any kind of, of concrete information about the return on investment. So remember I talked before about the, the massive benefits of paper cook advertising being that you can actually see. I paid this much for this person to click on the ad, and now I know, is that person going to buy something, or are they not? I can actually see, for the money I spent, how much money did I make. Now that is true for pretty much every single business, except for us poor authors. The reason being that we are not sending our our ad clickers to our own website, where we can track things. We're sending our, our clickers to... Our Amazon pages or you know our Apple page or Barnes and Noble page, usually it's Amazon. So we're sending our you know those clicks to Amazon and Amazon does not give us the information of how many people clicked on our page and of those people who purchased a book. That All we know is we know how many people clicked on the and from our advertising soft, you know, the advertising platform, and we know from our own platforms how many books were purchased overall, but we don't know which of those books was purchased through an ad. Now this is a big, big, big downside because it basically takes the you know the one massive benefit of pay per click ads and dials it back for us. Now, AMS ads give us some of this information. It's not accurate, we're all pretty sure it's not that accurate, we're all pretty sure it under-reports the sales that that we receive. However, um, it will tell us uh, based on the last 14 days, so it tracks 14 days from the date that someone clicks on the ad, it will track their movements for 14 days, and it will tell you for 14 days have they purchased the book or have they read pages in Kindle Unlimited. And that gives you an idea of which ads are the most effective uh, and you know, of how much money you're making from a- AMS ads directly. And so that makes AMS ads really awesome. They are amazing for running long-term, sort of low-level ads on your books to kind of sustain rank, to sort of keep a series chugging along. What they are not very good at is really short and sharp sort of promos. So if you're running a, a free book or a, or a cheap book, AMS ads not really going to help. Um, they, they, they really excel at long term. They, they get better the longer they run. They, you know, it's actually really cool in that way. But they're not great for like short term sales and things like that. And, of course, the other annoying thing about AMS ads is that sometimes you know, sometimes it can actually be quite hard to get them to run in the first place. Um, you know, you don't just set up the ad and you say, oh, I'm just going to spend $10 a day, and then it actually does. Um, you know, sometimes you'll set up five ads, and only one of them will actually sort of start working. So it can be really frustrating in that way. So that's AMS ads. Let's talk about Facebook ads. So Facebook ads... Obviously, Facebook is one of the biggest platforms for online advertising. You know, it's a, it's a really amazing platform because Facebook collects all this data about its users, and then advertisers can use that data to really narrow down on, you know, who who's their target audience. Now, it's a bit annoying because for authors, um, some you know, some Facebook ads it's not as well targeted as you know, a lot of other industries get, so, you know, that can be a bit of a shame. They are, you know, what, what's really cool about the ads is that when the ads appear in the newsfeed, um, they can also appear on the Instagram newsfeed and, and sort of other places, and they look like anything else you see on paper, on Facebook, like a post from a friend you know, it's talked about. The disadvantage is this targeting. So Facebook needs to work with big audiences. Unlike AMS, where you can kind of micro-target very specific books, Facebook can't do that. Um, It needs really big targets. So it's, it doesn't allow you to target, say, you know, a popular indie author in your genre. You can pretty much only target big traditionally published authors. So you're targeting the people who've liked the fan pages of these authors on Facebook. And I'm talking mega bestsellers like E.L. James, or Stephen King, you know, that kind of size. Even like medium-sized authors aren't gonna be allowed as Facebook targets. Now, Of course, we all know that readers of mega bestsellers aren't necessarily ebook readers. They aren't necessarily big readers in the first place. They aren't necessarily readers of indie books. So the targeting is a bit looser here. Now there is another thing that you can do on Facebook, which is pretty cool, although if you think about it too much it's also a little bit creepy, which is that you can re-target people who have engaged with you already. So, if you've ever been looking in an online store, and then the next time you come to Facebook, all you see is, like, ads from that store. So that's retargeting. And Facebook has this little piece of code, which they call the Facebook Pixel, and you add it to your website. And so if a Facebook user lands on your website, or purchases something, or whatever, you can actually go and serve them ads. You can also dump your newsletter subscribers into this list, and you can also get Facebook to target anyone who's previously interacted with your fan pages. So that's pretty cool. So sort of two types of, I'd say, two types of ads that you could run on Facebook, and that's ads to to a new audience. So you know, choosing a, a bigger name author in your genre, and you can also retarget your you know your current audience. Now just be aware that the the retargeting audience is always going to be quite a small audience, and having a small audience means that the, the CPC or the cost per click, so the cost for each person to click on the ad is going to be higher, and sometimes that you know that higher rate is going to be too high, and you're just going to be like, no, that's not worth it. But you might find that that it's worth it to you. So I'm just telling you, telling you that's the thing that you can do. So it's kind of a cool thing that Facebook lets you do advantages of facebook ads they scale really quickly so if you turn an ad on and you're like I want to spend $50 a day it's going to spend $50 a day you can get that thing started right now they are really good if you're running sales if you're running you know if you're running new releases this is what authors love to do when you release it's just hit it hard with facebook ads um, facebook's always going to spend your daily bus- budget um, It's, yeah it, it They're awesome. Authors also do use them to run like smaller scale long term ads. Um, But unlike AMS ads where you can, once you've got an ad that's going really well, you can just keep it running for, you know, for a long time. Facebook ads, they go stale quite quickly. So you sort of got to once a month or once every couple of weeks, you've got to check in on them and make sure that they're still still rolling along and you're not paying, you know, the the cost per click hasn't just dramatically gone up. So you've got to do that a bit. Facebook does have a couple of downsides. Now the big, big downside to Facebook ads is that you are not going to get any information about the return on investment. So you can be running Facebook ads on a book, you're getting higher sales, but there's no really way to tell if the ad correlates to those higher sales of that book, unless you you know basically turn the ad off and then like compare them. So, for this this is the reason that I have really struggled to in myself to run Facebook ads. And it's why I ultimately decided that at the moment, as of right now, I don't do them. Um, I just can't. I just can't deal with this not knowing thing. It just it drives me a bit crazy. Most authors don't worry about it too much. They just they're like, you know, this is this is a, a baseline cost for my business, and they you know they do enough experimenting that they can tell, okay, I turn my Facebook ads off, shit don't go right. Turn them on again, shit starts selling again. So, you know, I'm not I'm not here to say don't do Facebook ads. I'm here to I'm here to say this is my experience and I struggle with this, which is why I choose to focus on AMS ads only got so much time in the day, you've got to choose where your focus lies. The third advertising platform that we're going to talk about is BookBub ads. Now we all know the power of BookBub featured deals in their daily emails to get customers to push the books to untold heights in the stores. Well, what if you could get your books into those emails without having to wait for BookBub to accept you? This is basically BookBub ads. These ads show up as a specific shape square in the daily emails and they advertise you know a particular book they advertise your book provided you win the bid to get it square now your target audiences are, you know your, t- your target authors who are similar to you who have you know bookbub profiles and you you know, create some um you know, a nice image for the ad and you're like you're ready to rock now in some ways bookbub ads are the easiest ads to run because you can just you can choose different authors who are popular on the platform that's kind of really easy to you know, sort of understand exactly what you're doing with the ad, your your ad's just appearing in the email, it's it's all good. But in other ways, they, they really do have the steepest learning curve of all the ad types. Generally, BookBub ads have a very, very specific purpose. They are great for getting lots of eyes on a discounted or free book. Now, you can scale BookBub ads really quickly. But these things, they can get out of control really quickly. You need to be watching them and tweaking them and testing them. Which is why they tend to work best when you've got like a sale period where you're doing like a five day free promo or 99 cent promo. So you're going to be making lots of new ads and like trying new targets. In the first couple of days you'll spend money and it will be crap. And you'll be like, what the hell am I doing? but sort of by the end of that five days, you will have to shut off all the, the, the shitty ads and you'll be running all the great ads, and life will be good. Obviously, what's really awesome about BookBub ads is that you are targeting readers. You know that BookBub readers, you know, they are readers. They read on a Kindle or they read on an e-reader. They love bargain books, which is why the ads, you know, sort of really work well for, for bargains. Now, there are other ad platforms around, there's like Twitter ads, there's you know other stuff. But, generally speaking, we don't hear of authors doing very well on other, other ad platforms, and this is one of those times where I would not seek to be an outlier if I were you. I would just, you know, just look at the three ad platforms. Now, if you're thinking... all sound really complicated and they also sound like they all have kind of a different purpose which is true so do I need to learn all of them and how am I going to learn all of them and gosh this is stressful (laughs) so here's my advice you do not have to learn all of the ad platforms they all have really you know really useful ways that they can work with your career they all have downsides they can all work really well together you can run a successful, you know, run a career as a successful author without some of the platforms or without any advertising at all. Uh, different authors prefer different platforms, you know, it's, it's really up to you. But what I would do, if I were you, I would pick one platform, just one. I would pick... AMS ads. If you, you you know you think you feel more comfortable, say running you know having these kind of long running ads where you just you have know, got this kind of constant stream of money going out, constant amount of money coming back in. I would choose Facebook ads if you really want to go hard during book releases, um, and if you feel really if you already feel quite comfortable with Facebook as a platform. I would choose a bookpub ads if you know that you, you know if you've perhaps got a big backlist. It perhaps if you're wide, and perhaps if you know that you want to run a lot of um, sales on your books for um, you know, for, for backlist promotions. So, but I would choose. It's totally up to you. I would choose one the platform, and I would go to there's lots and lots and lots of different people who have useful books and courses and tutorials on on advertising um there's you know mark dawson's got his ad for all ads for authors there's uh mel cooper's got some amazing books um, you know there is uh Elena johnson's course which i highly recommend there's all these people so but what i would do is i would not spend any money just yet or you can spend money on a book but not on the course what I would do is go and hunt out some free advertising content, and, and, and look for free advertising content for you know specific to authors and specific to your particular platform that you've chosen. Now I would try try at least three people's different free content, and I, what you're looking for is you're, you know everyone has slightly different methods. They they teach the same principles. They teach the same principles. In different ways, and everyone has slightly different methods. What you're looking for is you're looking for someone who explains the principles in a way that you comprehend them, and you're looking for someone with methods that you think you can emulate as you know, as part of your schedule. And you basically you're looking for someone you click with. When you get someone that you click with, you know, you want to start, start using a few of their, their free methods. So, you, you know, they always have a kind of a methodology that they work through. You know, you do this over five days and that kind of thing. You want to be doing that. You don't, want to tr- you don't have to try all of them, but try the ones that you click with. Once you have got a system where you think, actually, yes, you know, I've been trying this for a month and I'm starting to see results, this is the time when you might like to think, okay, I think I found the system that I click with. Do they have a, a, a more expensive paid course or some other kind of you know some other, other way of learning more in depth? And is it time for me to invest in that? that is the point when you can consider investing in, the, in, in a more expensive course. Ads courses for authors tend to be the most expensive courses available for authors. So it's very important, you know, I don't want to be out here telling you, yep, just plonk down $700 for that course, and $800 for that course, and $400 for that course. Try the free stuff, because that's what the free stuff is out there for. It's the so that people can show you their methods, so you can see is this going to click with me or not. Once you've purchased a larger course, or you've you've dug more in-depth with different people's uh, free content, this is the point where you need to basically spend like six months experimenting. I would not purchase any more things. I would not give up. Even if shit isn't working, I would just spend six months dedicating a certain amount of hours per week to sussing out that platform, working through that system. At the end of that six months, this is a time when you decide, do I need to learn more about this platform, or have I kind of got a system in place where I'm feeling pretty happy? If so, you might like to choose at this point to keep going with the system you've got, and to learn a new platform but you don't want to be trying to learn three different platforms at the same time and you, you've got to be really aware that learning ads is, is a long-term process it takes a bit of time, it, you know, it takes a bit of fiddling around and you're not going to get really good at it overnight so you just got you just got to be cool you've got to give yourself permission to fail a lot at the beginning you've got to be in a position where you've got some money to spend and it's okay if you lose. It's okay if you don't do that well at the beginning. I don't want you to be afraid of advertising. It, it, you know, it can be a wonderful way to grow your, you know, grow your career as an author, to, to grow your readership. Um, it, you know, it, it can be amazing. It Can also be a bit scary. And I, I I don't want you to be afraid. I I don't want you to be put off by people that talk about spending ten thousand dollars a month to make fifteen thousand dollars, you know, that doesn't have to be you. Most authors can do wonderful things with a couple of hundred dollars a month in advertising. It does not have to be tens of thousands, you, you know, you, and you're in control here. You can scale up or you can pull back as much or as little as you like. So yeah, basically, this is my my little public service announcement all about advertising. I can imagine that there's going to be a ton of questions about this one, so uh, if you want to ask some questions, I would pop on over to the Rage Against the Manuscript Facebook group or I would uh, send me an email and I will do my best to answer or point you towards some cool people who have some cool stuff about ads. Uh, basically, yeah, I am in no way an ads expert at all whatsoever. You probably will never see me run an ads course because you know to be honest I find it they find all stuff kind of boring. I'd much rather talk about, you know, all the strategy and um, you know tropes and stuff like that. So probably no ad courses from me. Um, but I do, you know, I'm not anti-ads. I do think they're a really awesome part you know part of the puzzle. But you, you, definitely don't need to do ads to be, you know, to be a, a six-figure or to be a, a successful author. It's just, you know, it's just another part of the puzzle. So I hope you found that interesting, uh, and I'll be back in a couple of weeks with another podcast episode. That's all from me. Happy publishing.